This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. Dream Chasers, what's going on? Welcome back to the show. Today we are going to review my life as a college sophomore. I think the last time we did a life recap episode, I was talking about my freshman year of college. So I might I might be getting this off, but I think it's I think it's accurate. And if you're tuning in wondering why am I <laughs> why am I doing this, I committed to kind of just creating a a memoir of my life from one up until the ripe age of 32. Just just so I could do it, just so I could have it, you know, <laughs> at least keep a record for for myself and whoever cares about it along the way, right? So, anyway, sophomore year was a big one. That was really from a perspective of being dedicated to doing well and doing a good job with things outside of athletics, it, it finally flipped. So if you go back and listen, my freshman year was pretty wild. So was my senior year of high school by wild, just kind of, we'll just call it prioritizing partying and a good time over everything at all costs, right? Still like to party and have a good time even now, but not really <laughs> making it a priority over other things in life. So, you know, my parents threatened, they didn't, but they threatened to not send me back to Westminster where I went for my freshman year. And it was a pretty serious threat. You know, it was enough for me to, and, and my parents were always the type of parents who if they said they, you know, they would do something, they would typically do it. And not, I, you know, I've seen parents who always just threaten their kids but never do anything. That was not mine. <laughs> so because they told me that, you know, they were really thinking about not sending me back because of grades and just everything, I was like, wow, I really got to get my life together. And so that was the first, you know what, before sophomore year, kind of the summer between freshman and sophomore year is where the magic happened. I committed to living a life more focused. I would say in that time kind of, you know, fell back more on what I would, what I would call my Christian roots, got more committed to God, started going to the gym, working out multiple times per week. I think that was my first summer working for the Cleveland Indians, which was a lot of fun. I ended up working there for five more summers after that. Oh, and that's when we started making YouTube videos, like to a pretty serious degree. They were, they were like stupid joke videos, which are all <laughs> private links on YouTube. Now, if you want to watch them, just reach out to me. But uh, some of them are just, you know, kids being stupid, things that you really wouldn't want to be out there when you're a professional. <laughs> but, you know, we we figured out a hack to YouTube and it's just crazy looking back on it. I mean, we started making videos that would get 10,000, 20,000, up to 50, 60,000 views. And they were, you know, we would just make like cover music videos basically to songs that were in the Billboard top 40 or whatever. I do want to circle back to this because I know I said I got I got straightened up with like the faith or whatever. As you know, if you don't know, <laughs> listening to the show, I am a believer really, I would say, in, in all walks of life and all religions. I really don't think that there's only one way to live this life. And so just want to make that clear. I think sometimes when I mention God or Jesus or something on the show, uh, people might <laughs> automatically put me in like a Christian box. And although I know Christianity well because it was how I was you know, basically indoctrinated, <laughs> I've just grown to see so many other ways to get connected with the universe, with God, if you will, with the ether, whatever you want to call it. There is an eternal creative source that lives within us and outside of us, and sometimes we just can't see it 
day to day in this physical life. And I do believe that. So <laughs> sophomore year of college, cause we haven't even talked about it yet. I, this is when I went from, you know, always getting underneath a 3.0 to probably my first, I think I like a 3.3 few times there, which was like, you know, I hadn't done that since middle school, really <laughs> halfway through the year committed to broadcasting and journalism as my major. I remember actually shadowing someone who was the CEO of Grove City Hospital at the time. And I was thinking about committing to international business as my major. And he's like, well, why do you want to do it? And basically what he uncovered is I just wanted to do it because it sounded good. And he's like, look, what do you like to do? I'm like, well, I like to hop on a microphone and camera and have a good time with my friends. He's like, do that. <laughs> he's like, because if you're really good at that and you love that, then you can do anything else you want in life. And I got to admit, I think he hit the nail on the head. And I did have people telling me, you know, which is, it kind of is true. If you major in mainstream broadcasting or journalism, there isn't really that much of a bright future unless you're cream of the crop. And even at that one, you know, we see all these local newscasters and stuff and yeah, they're local celebrities, but from, to my knowledge, they're not really breaking the bank, right? Not even these guys on ESPN or any of these major broadcasting channels because you're kind of out of your entrepreneurial realm and more just a robot reading off of a screen that's really good. Still core skills of communication are good, but you're, you're working for the man, right? So that's why I like podcasting because uh, it's an avenue where, you know, we'll just use uh, Tucker Carlson who just got, you know, kicked off of Fox or whatever. He... I'm sure he's still got compensated, you know, nice because he's he's top of the line. But I bet he's going to make the best money of his life now that he doesn't have to bend to anyone's rules. Right. That's just like the nature of how it goes. So sophomore year, it wasn't until like halfway through sophomore year, too, that I committed to my major, which is kind of, I think, rare. I think most kids come into college, know what they want to major or if they change majors, it's like within the first year. It took me a while. Plain and simple. It just took a while. Athletics my sophomore year were pretty good. Basketball, I would say my sophomore year was actually probably my lowest achieving year. It was still good, still played a lot, all that stuff. But I think it was, for whatever reason, it was not a complete replication of my freshman year. My freshman year was, was really good. Sophomore year was like, uh, I don't know, an eight, uh, eight out of 10, if freshman year was 10 out of 10. <laughs> Track and field, quite the opposite. Actually, my sophomore year was when probably the best coach I've ever had, Tim McNeil, figured out, hey, Adam, I know you don't like running this open 400, but um, you're going to have to run it for us because you're pretty good at it. <laughs> he didn't say it that way, but that's basically what happened. I started running the open 400-meter dash that year. Still ran the 4x4. Four four. I was still long jumping, and then I ran the 200. So 200, 400, and 4x4. Four and the long jump. So four events, it's kind of a lot. It's like the max really for anyone at a track meet usually. Some people are crazy, maybe do five. We went from my freshman year being the worst team in the conference to winning the championship <laughs> my sophomore year. And our motto was, you know, shock the world because definitely no one thought we were gonna come in there and win that one, but we did. And a lot of it came down to, I mean, uh, the 400 meter dash. I was, I think maybe ranked fifth or fourth in the conference at the championship and ended up winning it so that was a nice chunk of points for the team and then 
we, I don't remember what we were ranked for the four by four. And we, I remember we finished second, but coming in second was all we needed to, to clinch the title. And the four by four, if you don't know, it's always like the last race of a meet. So it was like down to the wire, super exciting. You know, every championship you win, I think <laughs> is a lot of fun. And there's always those moments that you, you remember. And I feel like our third championship was our most fun one for me that I can vividly remember. But that first one was just you know, we, I don't even think we thought we were going to win it. <laughs> and, you know, next thing you know, all these things started happening and we ended up winning the, winning the conference after being the worst team the year before. You know what? I, I won two sport athlete of the year that year for the first time. I won MVP for the track team. I won the Westby, which was like the Westminster Athletic Performance of the Year Award. Actually, I was about to skip completely over athletics for a moment there on what happened my sophomore year. But just, I mean, look, that's what happened. Everything changed. Sports got better school got better my life got better i started becoming a better creator it was it was like everything and it was all from just making that commitment like hey i'm not gonna live this way anymore i'm gonna get my life together still gonna have fun but like not not be stupid with it and credit to mom and dad right credit to the parents they're the ones who kind of really did put me in check and inspired me to, to take action so yeah sophomore year of college I'm happy I did this because I kind of forgot how big of a year that was as far as a, a pivot. Junior and senior year were a lot of fun too. Looking forward to recapping those with you guys here in the next coming episodes. But we're, uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay, we recorded enough on this topic for now. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into Dream Chasers. Hope you enjoyed my life story today. Hit that follow button and uh, take it to the next level. See ya. Dream Chasers, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media, drop a five-star review, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show. So just can't thank you enough for that. And also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers. So just want to remind you to head over to Carswell. Io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of, insert suspenseful topic here, multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it is. So I'm really excited about this. I have also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected. So it's coming soon. And just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.